From the great state of Texas, you are now listening to Skip the Noise Podcast, a Rounded Edge Media production. Thank you so much for joining us. And by us, of course, I'm referring to Rick, a.k.a. the Brown Python Ben, a.k.a. Mexican Nostradamus, and yours truly, Benji, a.k.a. Blueberry Sugar, here for another fantastic episode. Shout out to Mike Tacklebox for the music. And the way this show will begin, uh, just as our show uh, organically was created through that text thread that we always refer to, this, this week's uh, conversation began with a single text. Rick was at his local grocery store shopping, and he noticed, holy motherfucker, there's nothing on the shelves. He took a picture, he sent it, and he said, are you guys experiencing the same thing? Is it like that where you shop? And I, for one, can speak intelligently on the topic because it has a great deal to do with uh, how I make my money. Uh, so yes. That is the trend. That is happening. Yep. Ben, have you experienced that too? Up, uh... Yeah, I mean, I, that, that dude, actually, dude. I, yeah, that really hit me, dude. I, it was crazy. The other day, I went to, uh, I went to Kroger with my, you know, with my child. I was just shopping for basic stuff, and sorry, sorry, there was Wait. so much shit. Yeah, I know. Trust me. If there's an H E B or something out where I'm at, it would be amazing. But there's not. Fucking oh, Kroger there sucks. Be. Wait, it would, you don't have HEB over there? No, we don't. There don't we, we there don't will. because oh, no, yeah. there will, they, they there will be because they, it's coming. No, it's coming. They're happy with their lives. Um, yeah. But basically, <laughs> yeah, I saw nothing but bare shelves everywhere, and it, it was basic things. And you're just like, it really struck me because I told my daughter, I go walking, I go, this is so fucking weird. I've been around for 42 years. We went through 9/11. We've seen some crazy shit in the 42 years I've been on this planet. I've never seen this before. It, it, it's almost, it, it's uncanny, right? It's just, a, just a crazy thing. So, you know, I, I, I guess, yeah, I, I think, I think most Americans now are really starting to experience it. Even during the beginning of the pandemic, I could kind of see why, but now it's really shocking me that this is still a problem. Right. I mean, yeah. it, it just seems weird. It just seems like it's nothing. None of this adds up. Jobless claims are up the last two or three weeks. So that means less people are being hired. More people are being fired. We keep talking about logistics and supply chains, but people are getting fired from those jobs, even well, though we need tests, them to be yeah. there. Well, no, 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 no. It's more than that. It's more than that. It's just, it's, it's beyond that. The problem is, is, I just don't see that this is really a real problem structured the way that they're trying to make it out to be. I, wow. I, 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 I mean, reason behind it. Why well, back dude, I bagged Biden for it because he said, Oh, it's the, and now I'm starting to think it is what I, I really think it's, there's something going on with the logistics side chain companies and these companies to try to push this agenda in, in the for, sense that to I, hike what agenda to, well, I think they're trying to like. I think they're trying to raise prices. They're starting to. They're they're trying to add to inflation. They're trying to add to their bottom line. They're they're basically creating a supply and demand with basically shorting the American people because none of this makes sense. People are getting fired. For the most part, most logistical side trains are okay. Yes, there's a truck. There's a truck driver's problem, but it's not to the extent that would be crippling like the beginning of the pandemic was. But there's a, still a lot of bare shelves. There's still a lot of things happening. I just, 
I don't know. I, I, I really, I, I, I hate to go down that route, but I really do think that this is some type of concerted effort now. I mean, so yeah. Uh, create value through scarcity. Yeah. Uh, and that would say, I mean, I, I'm not, that would take a very coordinated uh, effort. Maybe. Response. But, yeah, it would be- but, but, I, I'm yeah I, I'm I'm not all in but I'm kind of I see where you're coming from I mean the the fact of the matter is that like just just taking one specific example right so with COVID right you have to sit at like every job if you have COVID it's mandatory that you stay home for whatever it is even though they shortened it from ten to five yeah five you still have to sit at yeah if you test positive you have to sit out for that amount of time regardless right. So normally, normally, right, pre-pandemic, uh, if somebody's sick, okay, they're sick, they go to a doctor, yeah, you get whatever sick time to use because you're sick, and then that's it. So it's like, you don't have to. In other words, you're not under obligation to not come back into work. You're like, you know what? I feel good enough to work. I can come back into work. So, But now it's like mandated that you, you have to stay. Okay. So that hurts throughout the whole process uh let's say a manufacturing plant that creates whatever it is that's going to get put on a truck sent to wherever through some distribution chain the manufacturing plant can only run from 100 percent. they shrink down now to 50 percent capacity because every motherfucker tests positive for omicron over the december and january so nobody's at work they can't come into work they're shorthanded they can't get everything. So it starts there. And then around every single stop on the train, same thing. So by the time it gets to store, I mean, here's the thing. Grocery stores operate on, it's a penny business and they, the, the profits are, there's so much, you wouldn't, the genius and, and the thing that the aspects that go into just squeezing out whatever profit they can to stay operational is crazy the amount of effort that goes into that. So with, in other words, it's a, it's a one day, it's a turnaround, like boom, 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 stuff comes off, gets unloaded, thrown on the shelf. So it's already operating it on a pretty thin margin for error just to survive. But you don't really realize that because that, uh, that thread or that process isn't tested. Well, it got its ass kicked, the shit kicked out of it in 2020. And it still hasn't gotten back up off of the fucking floor. And now you keep adding the shit, even though you shrunk it down, you seem like you're going the other way, but it's like, but people still have, so in other words, it just keeps feeding into itself. So, but to your point, I'm still not, even though it makes sense and like why it's happening logically, but yeah, there's a lot of things involved in that that make it that way. So I could see maybe. I I guess for me, I just don't, I, I don't think I don't get that. So like there's right now multiple massive logistic and distribution companies that are getting the vaccines out. Right. Yeah. So one company in particular has got 9 billion vaccines out. They're the largest distributor and, and logistics company in the world. And they have not skipped one beat. That's with 35% of the labor force at some, at most point in times missing. Now, if you take the newest variant, Omicron, 
for the most part, when I understand logistics, most things that we're seeing on the shelves now were moved a month or two ago when they were actually delivered, prepared, you know, everything for purchasing, everything. This happened two, two months ago. But the results we're seeing were before the major spike of Omicron. Like I could see if in early February or, or mid-February, closer to March, we'd start seeing real bare shells. But the outcome was quicker when it comes to overall logistics. I just don't buy the narrative. Like I understand because if they're firing people, but people are also sick, now, it doesn't make any sense. I just, when I think about this, it just seems like the collection, it just doesn't make any sense. And I, I also can, and I hate to tie this to just another kind of, it doesn't seem like it, they, they link up, but same thing like what's going on with the market volatility going on right now. It seems like people are applying pressure on situations in these unorthodox ways. I think these retailers are doing it by shorting and cutting supply chains, just like the market's doing it. We saw a 12 or 1300 point swing in one day because a lot of people are pissed that the fucking Fed is going to jack up the interest rates. The pressure over the last three days with the craziness of market volatility, basically, like the Fed said, oh, we're going to do it later. But we're going to do it. We're still going to do it. But yeah, later. What, what- why don't they just fucking do it or don't exactly. do it? Exactly. But tell but us that's when what you're I'm do it. telling you. That's what's happening. Yeah. That's what's happening with everyone right now. There's there's so much manipulation, I believe, in supply side yeah. and the market yeah. that I don't believe that these are not real problems. Well, you know, here's something, though, I just thought of right now during this conversation. It's like, so just consider this for a second, too. Um, every single entity, whether it's like an industry or government or, or whatever, just like, I'm just going to kind of blend in an, an analogy. It's like the, the phenomena of toilet paper being short, right? That's yeah. a result of a lot of things, right? A, a message coming across to the public, creating a little sense of panic, a panic overloading the supply chain. Like we we're just talking about that. They couldn't recover because it's not the operating capacity of the manufacturing isn't built for getting cleared off one time and then recouping it's built on staying ahead and blah, 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 and staying, keeping the pace going. But so when that gets fucked up, it just like the whole machine breaks. Right. So that being said, everybody sees stuff like that and every entity, like I said, government, business, whatever, they all are like, Ooh, I got to get mine. I got to get mine. So what that means is, how do you get yours? Well, okay, you cut labor, you uh, on the top end, you get more, right? So you increase just a little bit, a couple pennies here, a couple pennies there, but boom, across the whole board, it has a ripple effect. And now you're paying, you know, $9 for something you used to pay $6 for overnight because everybody has this sense of scarcity. And that sense of scarcity creates that reaction. And then, like, but when it goes, when it's applied across the board, that's when you have the, that's what we're run into is because, yeah, it's just a, a problem that permeates through every, every part of the country in every aspect of, of business and, or anything. No, I, I mean, I, yeah. I get that. I get that, that it's like a trickle down effect 
from fear and from everything, but I just feel like there's more that meets the eye. I feel like the logistic failures are going beyond just people. I mean, uh, a I lot of logistics mean. are mechanized. Where no, I you see, I'm saying yeah, there's just yeah. something no, it's not right here. Ben, like no, I you Benji, got to yeah, your point, Benji. Ahead. I see what you're saying. You're I, I just listen to what you're saying, what Ben was saying. I've been kind of quiet about this, but I, I know what you're saying. There's a there's a supply chain that happens, right? And if it's fine if you're a company, maybe three people are out in any given day. But what if the net company that hauls your product has three people out too? And then the people who put it on the shelves has right. another three people out. Then the supply chain the supply chain slows down, right? But what, what Ben is saying is that uh, you have pharmaceutical companies who are releasing this vaccine and they don't skip a beat. <laughs> no shit. I mean, that thing no, is- No, he's right. I mean, nine, old machine. And I'm just saying 9 billion doses. Yeah, yeah, they can get that one shit of out them there so, without a problem. And this, and these bro, are these are my cold tests. chain deliveries, cold, real my cold t- chain. Yeah, oh, negative, that's, that's negative even, twenty. Right. They have to be maintained that way. So and that means that the boxes understand. have to be cut open after twenty four hours. If not, yeah. all those shots are gone. But they can no, do ro- yeah, no room for error on those. Like refrigeration that heavy too. There's yeah. absolutely no room for error. So yes. the amount of money that's no invested error. into, yeah, like the truck, it's not just exactly. like you can, you can have like a couple of fucking ex-convicts or on half-ass on meth deliver some fucking ice, <laughs> you know what I mean? And <laughs> like it's not that. <laughs> this right. is like you know you some coolers? dudes in a bobtail. They rented from. They put a couple fans um, in a fucking back of a U-Haul and, and put some ice. Anyway, go ahead, dude. <laughs> fucking Rick, guys, so stupid. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm saying, just saying, like to, to no, but to to Ben. Ben's point, there's so much invested in that to, to, to haul merchandise that has that high of a dollar value for, to, to keep it at negative 20. Dude, I'm and telling distribute you. 9 billion doses. Do you understand that? how much money and how much technology has to go Dude. to preserve that g- I guarantee? There's no I, room I, for error. You can't yeah, lose. You can't lose. Do you understand how much money? You cannot, because somebody has to drive the shit, right? Yeah, and these are first overnight shipments, guys. So whenever, yeah. I, I don't know if you guys have, so I, I have a little bit of experience in cold chain technologies and stuff. So every one of these shipments is first overnight, right? So it when you do something first overnight, 8 a.m., right? It takes the normal price times 10, yeah. right? Okay, because FedEx can't even fucking get like anything else out. But somehow, every one of these fucking vaccines are getting out without a problem. There's no hiccup. I mean, there's so many fucking vaccines. Yeah. If you wanted no. to, you could fucking swim in a river of vaccines anywhere right now. And that's not a problem. Well, I've often wondered um, where they compound these vaccines. I wonder if they can, if it's a tank like Shamu's tank, you know, is it that big? <laughs> and they just <laughs> dump Shamu's syringes. Tank. Yeah, dude. Right. And they just draw it out here. Bro, another just, one. It's drawn out in plastics and just dude, dump I love it in it. buckets. <laughs> well, but, no, but, but that's what I'm trying to say. Like if this logistics for fucking vaccines, which are unbelievably difficult to maintain, but you can't get some fucking milk. 
are some <laughs> no, lunchables on the goddamn shelves like <laughs> For real. it doesn't no make any fucking sense and there's no lunchables and if you have children right now <laughs> you're like where the fuck are the lunchables at and guess yeah. what they're not on the fucking shelves i got mm-hmm. fucking kids wondering what the fuck they're gonna eat and hey, there's no lunchables i got about, i got two about- things Mommy and daddy make dinner. I mean, how's that? No. You know no, what? Fuck you, bro. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. What did you no, make no. for dinner? What you know you what lunchables make? are? Hold on. Hey, hold on. Check Lunch this out. Was on the tits, it dude. occurred. It occurred to this is just the way this is the way blueberry sugar thinks. I'm in the grocery store. Do you know how many times I okay? When my kids were my oldest kids, when they were when they were early elementary school, yes. I would occasionally grab lunchables when they're on sale. Yeah, but you know what occurred? <laughs> but you know what occurred to what occurred to Benji as he's looking at these lunchables? Okay, what are these things? These are cut up pieces of ham, little shitty pieces of ham or turkey. Dude, yep. dude, they're high quality. Little, little, hold high on, quality. Little, hold on, hold on. <laughs> little shitty pieces of cheese. Yep. Uh, and then like two or three crackers. Okay, you know what? You know what I did? I get one box of Ritz. I get. One package of cheese, <laughs> one package of fucking ham, and I cube the motherfuckers up and put them in little things. And that's what the f- I mean. If well, Benji, okay. so anyway, you forgot. So anyway, no, go ahead. You, you forgot that if you want the Oreo, the two Oreos in there, very true. Looks, and sometimes, right. and sometimes they have fucking the the Reese's peanut butter cups are in that shit. That's two bucks. It, it is. That's a fancy one. Have you seen the one yeah. that comes with airheads? They too. I am well versed in this shit. But Man, not, you're but, the lunchable but, god over here. I am, bro. But I'm being fucking honest. Like you can't fucking get simple things out. I just it, 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 this is all happening while workers are trying to get paid more. There's there's just no, no. it's just it's a lot of this just seems like a lot of fuckery, man. I just I, I I just kind of get it's just I, no, but I, I don't get it. I don't fuck. But my my whole point was. Okay, okay, here's the second yeah, point. Go, go ahead. First was to shit on Lunchables. The second part of that, that Fuck uh, you, Lunchables uh, for life. No, I, well, we'll do another podcast on Lunchables. <laughs> I, could, I could, I could, I could seriously riff off of Lunchables Lunchable. if I had to right now for 30 minutes. I'm not kidding. I love so the it. second part, the second part to my offensive was that the answer to Ben's question is like, why can this happen? Like, why can these, these vaccines or these drugs get pushed out and why can't fucking can't, you know, condensed milk, you know, 12, you know, 12 cans in a fucking case. (laughs) Right. Like the, whatever, uh, that can go out sweetened milk in a can little chub can chub is chub, but the, but these things and and like, yeah, that, that happens over like a two, three month period, but these things can get all over the fucking globe or all over the country. Immediately. Like, immediately before you can even hit before you can even hit send like before you even sit hit like confirm order the shit's like the yeah. drive the, the fucking amazon guy is on your street already yeah before and you so, can even say boosted yeah it's done here's the but here's the answer to that question money the, the the money is being poured into that direction so it's just the same thing as like okay i'm a i'm a regular guy i've got to travel to miami florida uh, I buy an airplane ticket at a air, regular airport on a commercial airline who then flies me over to there versus I'm a fucking whatever, you know, I'm a big baller. I have my own <laughs> private jet. Shoot. I just, that's what those, the, 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 the pharmaceutical distribution chain is the private jet. 
because all that's where all the money's going. Because they're like, no, this is this is going to happen. If if they want something to happen, they want something to happen. But I'm but I'm defending your original point by saying that. Do you understand? Yeah, that? I, I guess I, I I get you. I just think that the supply chain logistic air situations we're seeing outside of like think like heavy manufacturing, which is of course being hampered by chip production. I think the rest of right. it's just bullshit. I think they're just driving up demands. Yeah. And I think they're just keeping us in a perplexed sense of fear with the bare shelves. I think the bare shelves are a way of reminding people that like, you know, just keeping us afraid. It's like, you know, it's like, uh, what was it? I, I think I forgot who said this. It might've been Pablo Escobar. It might've been like one of these gangster guys. He said, you know, you pay your guys just enough, right? You don't want to pay them too little because then they'll be pissed, right? But you also don't want to pay them too much because then they're going to take you out because they're going to be like, oh, you know, he's soft. You want to pay yeah. your guys yeah. just enough. And I feel like that's what they're doing to the American people. It's like, oh, we want to keep them subjugated mm. just enough to keep doing stupid shit and listening to what we want. We want to uh, just keep them yeah. just enough All afraid, right. just enough nervous, just enough. And we're going to remind you. With the bare shelves, we're going to remind you with the higher costs and all this bullshit uh, that you are fucking susceptible to reality. You're susceptible bro. to the reality we're painting. And that's why I, that's, I just think Fire, it's control. Okay. Holy fuck. Fireworks just happened. You, I'm telling you. That's the tour, like MVP already. Thanks. We're not even halfway, not even a quarter of the way. Quarter, no, the we're show. not even a MVP. fucking tenth. You motherfuckers no, that was, strap in. Fuck, dude, if, you, if you're a real STN motherfuckers, like that was a ring the bell that was profound that brought to my mind something too is like yes like these it's like bro we're getting psychological warfare waged on us right now so man credit to ben because you just made me a believer before this very reason fucking thank for this very for this very reason it's all in effect for the shock value we grew up in an era where that was never the pro- that happened in Russia. That ha- that happened at the the. That's what they wanted you to see that the Soviet Union was like. Look at this picture of blah 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 blah. Look how shitty it is over there. Uh, we we open up a McDonald's and there's a line six miles down the fucking thoroughfare. The motherfuckers waiting for a bullshit little piece of frozen burger. Like, look, they're waiting for bread. They're waiting down three blocks. You know, bread is like 6,000 fucking rubles. So they had to work an entire month to go grab one life of bread for their family. Those are like the images they're showing. Now it's the images they're showing us here domestically. Your shit's fucked up. The energy's fucked up. We can't count on us. You can't count on nothing. It's yep. cre- it's psychological fucking warfare, dude. They it want is. Us to That's what I'm telling Fucking you. insane. And then they can direct us at the drop of a hat with this thing. That's it. All lines up too to the extremism. Yep. Uh, they just all here it is. There's no rationale. Like the, our government and our political system is not built to solve any kind of problem whatsoever. It's to create a sense of like good versus evil. So whenever they all they have to do to tell you that some policy is bullshit is to say, well, that's what they do that. uh, You know what I mean? From either side that could be like, Oh, those are leftist pinko fucking communists who think that, uh, you know, people can identify as pandas if they want to, that's those motherfuckers. So that shit won't fly with us, but it might be something that could actually help your ass, but you dismiss it. 
that's what they're doing. They're creating, they're making us fucking morons right in front of your eyes. And it's happening to everybody. That's why they don't give a fuck about education. Everybody's like, why don't they, why don't they, because they don't want you to be educated. They want you to be fucking stupid so they can tell you where to walk and where to go and all this shit. That's what they're doing. Yeah, I agree. That's that's what I'm saying. I just think this is ultimately just a, a control ploy. You, you make us afraid. You make us think that our whole system's shut down, that we can't do anything and that we need the government to step in, that we have to be protected and the bare shelves. And it plays on both sides. It plays on Biden's mm-hmm. side because it makes him seem like, oh, this and that. And for the Republicans are like, oh, look, he can't fucking keep the shelves filled. It, it's just all a game. And it's we're all being fucked with. This is just psychological mm-hmm. conditioning to a level that, We've never seen, and honestly, I think it's bullshit. That's why I'm saying there's outlying circumstances that don't make this a consistent story. Why are more people getting fired? But everyone, but we need more workers. It doesn't fucking make sense. Let's take it one layer further just to close out this topic, and then I promise we will move on. But to this point of the psychological warfare, if they think I'm bullshitting, who owns fucking TikTok? Right. How can you can you look at the generation? (laughs) Hold on. Hey, even us. No, but this is a this is a real point I'm trying to make. If you know, like the generation that's like coming up now, man, they're so influenced by this shit. It's crazy. And the whole thing is present. It's a brainwashing mechanism. It's very scary. It's called TikTok because it just sucks. The time just goes TikTok talk and you're done you think it's like oh i was on i was playing i was just charging my phone before i was about to wait for the the kettle to finish for my fucking tea and all of a sudden nice. i'm on a shit for six hours you know but anyway really? uh you know well, you yeah, talk about the generation though well huh? just real quick to, to close out the point is that they're very influenced by this shit and it's very enticing because it presents itself as like useful information but you don't discern, your brain doesn't discern useful information. It assumes that the presenter of the information at the time has some sort of credibility. You, I don't care who you are, how smart you are. Your brain doesn't know the difference. If something is presenting it as in, in the same language that you understand a real, uh, like a valid thought, and it comes into your brain that way, you perceive it as a valid thought. It can be crazy bullshit. Well, but if it's packaged that way, then you're going to retain it that way. Well, it's you know trick, what, it, dude, it has to do with the education system. Like you mentioned, Benjamin, because uh, the kids aren't taught to critically think anymore. Nobody wants right. nobody. They're not taught to understand what is the author's main idea. You're not no. taught to understand what is the author's intention anymore. You just mm-hmm. read and you regurgitate. They so the capacity to break it down. No, the kids don't anymore. I mean, this has to be taught at home where you have to bring, you have your kid read an article and then ask them, what do you think uh, is the, the reason behind it? They don't do that anymore. Hmm. So, um, yeah, no, it's it's a dumbing down of America. And it's, like you said, this generation, they're the first ones to experience it. Because I know in my, when I was in school myself, uh, in grade school, it was, uh, you know, we used to clip out our news articles and the teacher would ask us to identify what the what the main idea was. Yeah. You know? Um, but this generation, they're not taught to think critically anymore. They're taught to just listen to something and then believe it. That's why, that's why the people think like Joe Rogan's, a an authority in medical advice, <laughs> you know, that, that's shit no, like that, man. 
They no, think it, CNN and MSNBC are real news because yeah. they can't, they, they're not taught to think like, hey, <laughs> this is a little yeah. bit slanted. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I could, I could listen to talk radio because I, you know, I choose to because I know what they're going to say, but I know that it's extremely biased. I know there's two sides to every story, but you don't get that anymore. Um, no. So anyway, yeah, well, I'm no. scared they don't know the difference, but to, you they know, don't. and, but who, you know, who does know the difference these days? Who knows what's the difference between working scary, or man, actually nobody. working or pretending like you're working? Uh, ben, lead us, please indulge oh, us. But you're the Reddit user. Oh, the yes. Oh, what's going on with this um, generation and Reddit, man? Well, you yeah, know, what? I, I, you know, okay. So this is actually, so it, it, this is a very, very deep hole. So just, and just to kind of just browse <laughs> to the, the, the concept of anti-work, which is the big thing going on right now, <laughs> Rick, actually goes job, really right. I fuck it, dude. They're all in. Um, It actually goes back quite a bit further it's just kind of the it actually even goes back to the industrial revolution when it first actually started like there was first talk of anti-work etc cetera, etc cetera. so now there's a there's a big massive subreddit on the uh on reddit it's called actually our anti-work and it basically espouses the benefits and rather the understanding that as society basically loses jobs automation and to a more tech-based world that this, I guess you say this, like this, this obsession we have with the 40 hour work week with slaving away all the time with all this is actually no lot really a, a necessary component of society anymore. So they're lobbying for things such as like, you know, a four day work week, um, you know, more paid times, more worker rights, et cetera, et cetera. And they're also espousing some of the, um, I wouldn't say uh, some of, I guess some of the kind of crimes of the current workforce, like, you know, like how bosses are not, are, I mean, like we just saw with this, um, that medical company, all these employees left them. They sued mm -hmm. to keep their fucking employees from leaving them. Yeah. Madness. Yeah. Right. I quit. Oh, no, no, no. You have to no, you listen can't. to me. You can't leave right. us. What the fuck? I mean, that, that sounds like one of those abusive boyfriends. So <laughs> no, anyway, no, dude, it's, yeah. it sounds like sharecropping. Exactly. Right. It's fucking <laughs> exactly right. That's, that's yeah. what it is. It's fucking fuck? nuts. So our anti-work talks about that. Unfortunately, the one of the moderate moder moderators of that forum, I think the main one, one of the big things about it was do not give any media interviews. These are rules that they had established oh, on this thing. Yeah. And guess what he does? He doesn't mean interviews. He does with Fox and, News, uh, of all people. Yes, with Fox News. Himself. And of course, he is not a very <laughs> eloquent individual. You can question Fuck. several yes, things regarding his personality, maybe even certain aspects of his uh, mental apparatus. Nonetheless, he did a horrible job. Did he see looked that, like though? a fucking nimcompoop. Yeah, yeah, it was oh, pretty dude, bad. I mean, well, actually, it was blown out. It was actually, hey. it looked, it, was, it wasn't as bad as everyone tried to make it out to be. No, it, it was bad, bad. dude. Yeah, it could have been worse. It could. I, no, no. <laughs> really? Some people were like he. The, the people were trying to act like he was like Patrick. Patrick from fucking SpongeBob. It wasn't that bad. I mean, did mm. he, did he say stupid shit? Yeah. Was he altogether not really? But he was a dog it, walker. But he, right. He but liked, he. Uh, but he's not. <laughs> he's thirty years oh, old. Oh, that's what he does. Yeah. Dogs. It was awesome. Bro, bro, yes. You know bro. what? I got it's it's an honorable profession. Honorable profession. No, I know, no, but you know. <laughs> Honorable profession. You can walk dogs and be a Rick's happy like, person. I know it is. 
I know it is. <laughs> so with his veins, with his veins <laughs> popping out of his neck, I know it's. A, I know it's shit his pants. Maybe for a teenager wanting to make money. <laughs> no, dude, he's like know. nodding, bro. He's nodding There's aggressively. Very, veins very successful people who walk dogs. All right. Anyway, he's an entrepreneur. He's an bro. entrepreneur. Okay. Hey, he has the business spirit in him. So. Nonetheless, yeah, they put this fucking nincompoop on there. He gets blown out by fucking Box News. They make fun of him. And now he's just like a big joke meme. But beyond that, I do think the concept of anti-work is kind of important now. Because we are seeing a shift in our society, right? I mean, back in the day, people were talking about, I mean, like, oh, you have to work like 80-hour weeks. you got to work all the time. It's just like. What the fuck was that about, right? And I think this is espousing some of that. We are moving towards more of an automated world, right? A lot of jobs that were for basic incomes and stuff like that, our entry-level positions are going to be replaced by automation. Hell, automation and AI is probably going to take over a lot of higher-level jobs. Pharmacy. Pharmacy and even medicine. (laughs) In total. I mean, imagine you have an AI computer who can do 55 million calculations every 10 seconds operating on you with 55 million possibilities of getting around things versus you know sam who just bagged like two or three of the nurses in the back while snorting coke and you know with the god complex everything's going to be changed with automation and with ai so i do i do think they bring up a good point and unfortunately this fucking nincompoop numbskull Bro, you nice said nincompoop poop like three times. I like it. I'm fucking Eight. riding this. Take a shot like every it. time you hear nincompoop. poop. I like it. No, I've been I trying like- to, you know what? I try to I try to lay off the F words. I've been dropping too many F bombs. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do some oh, things, yeah. you know? Because it really I like it. It's so this, this that's this, a beautiful uh, thing. But no, but just real quick before just to pause, I yeah. think that's the first time. No, I think that's the first time we've actually used the word nincompoop poop in all thank 85 you. episodes. So thank you. Go ahead. Well, it's 85 special. So this blowhard jerk off kind of embarrassed the concept but i do think that it's we should be talking about this i right? think so because too life is changing the workforce is changing well, here's the thing now i you know this guy he didn't do any favors for himself or the uh the reddit group, but <laughs> no. i could see no. where he's coming from though normally you know me being the conservative republican part of this of the show i would be like nah man get to work and shut the fuck up right <laughs> <laughs> but but this guy i see it I see it. You, right. I mean, look, the typical the typical millennial and Z gen uh, Gen Z person, they can work 80 hours a week and still not afford a home. You know, right. They're, That's they're, the truth. they're inundated with student loan interest debt. I'm not yes. even talking about the principal. Oh, yeah. No, just the interest debt. Um, And it, it's hard. It's hard to, to you know, you've been told, you know, grow up, get married, have a family, but you can't do that anymore. Yep. Hmm. You can't you can't even afford a car. Yep. You know, um, and then this shit's just not getting any better, you know, with the, with COVID and, yep. and job prospects. I mean, look at the graduates from even pharmacy graduates from this year. They can't find jobs. Yeah, man. I mean, no one's getting a fair shake. And so yep. why work? Why why work 40 hours a week when you can't afford jack shit? That's right. It's called anti-work. Right. right. So, yeah, yeah, man, I get I get it. I know where they're coming from. I, this guy should have said that on Fox News. Instead, he starts talking about walking dogs. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. That's what. <laughs> yeah. Oh, See, boy. So, and here's yeah. the thing. I'm torn on this, too, because I, I get I'm kind of uh, s- similar to Rick. Not, 
you know, obviously I'm not, I don't lean quite as, as conservative, but on the same token on the work side, my gut instinct, when I hear yeah, <laughs> Ben's uh, controversial <laughs> motions in the background there, but, but what I, what I mean is my gut instinct is like, Hey man, fuck you. Yeah. With your anti-war. I mean, I can, I can so see that. Just, so just because um, I don't, I don't do something for a living that's necessarily desirable. Okay. Um, it's not a good schedule. It's not a good balance to, to family, whatever, man, but I'm willing, I'm the type of dude I'm willing to do whatever the fuck it takes, no matter how inconvenient. Uh, so my four beautiful children and my wife can have food and we can survive, we can exist. But let me tell you, man, like I, I don't even, wouldn't even register as somebody who's below the line, whatever. Like I make a decent living, like back in the fifties, it'd be like, whatever I do, like the equivalent would be, you got it made. But I'll be, I gotta be honest, like, even though, yeah, we're not, we're not starving. I'm put, I'm in, I'm being very perspective or perspective considerate. We're still, we're fine, but there's no extras. None of my kids, only one of my kids has been on a fucking airplane. You know, I work my fucking ass off, uh, doing really fucking not cool shit for you know 10 to 12 hours every single day and yeah my kids want to go to disneyland they want to do this they want to do that it's you know i we we talk about it and we do this shit it's probably never gonna happen man no don't worry don't waste your money in disney man don't worry about it wait no i like nobody disney world no but exactly exactly and i don't you you guys here you've heard me talk this motherfucker this is the 85th fucking time <laughs> Dude, I'm not stre- I'm not stressed about this shit at all. Just because that's not how I'm living. But what I'm saying is the standard of living. Like I said, somebody like me would be considered like a comfortable exist. Dude, I'm out in the burbs. We have two vehicles. I got four kids, two incomes. But what I'm saying is there's no like who are these people doing this other shit? You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a weird, um, it's a weird vision because that's still there. But if you really take account and you take inventory, man, it's not really it's not happening the same way. <laughs> you know, something happened in like 20, 25, 30 years on the negative. Oh to the yeah, lifestyles. Well, the, the CEOs you know I mean? got paid more and. I right. mean, you love the, the, the bargaining position of the labor unions went to shit, but rightfully so, because labor unions were highly corrupt and basically mob and, you know, uh, infused CEOs and Reagan basically, you know, changed the tax structure to where like, you know, you, you would get tax less on your, on, on your stock portfolios so that, you know, it, it all changed. So. I have to kind of, I do agree with some of the things, the anti-work. Yeah. Sometimes they do sound like spoiled Gen Zers or millennials or whatnot. Right. And Gen X kind of just put our nose on the ground, but that's sometimes though, you have to admit where you did something stupid and that's what we did stupid. That's that's what we did. Gen X did that stupid. We put our face to the ground. They're They're going to have better lives. They're going to be around their kids more. 
they're yeah, gonna they, they're they, gonna have that balance that we did not maybe. have and no. i support that for them i hope they, they do didn't it. the disadvantage we had is that we bought into the old imagination imaginatory reality yep they and they don't they came up in the dystopia that has already existed we still bought into the american dream right yeah. so well, i still yeah. uh, to a degree yeah like obviously i don't like i'm coming at this from two angles i'm coming at this from the reality of like where i sit and like all the shit but at the same time i'm coming from it for it's like the guy who does skip the noise once a week where that's not what you know what I mean? Like that ain't shit. That shit ain't well, going to get me down. But what I'm saying is it's a, re- it's a reality though. Like the shift of what you expect and what's actually happening is completely different. Go ahead, Rick. I'm the sorry. The weird I'm thing about that. work is like, it's like this. Okay. I, I get it. You know, they, they want to change the structure of work and spend more time with their families and all that. And I get that, but human beings from the very beginning of time have always been hunters and gatherers. They spend all day yeah. hunting food or farming and they come home and they have dinner and they do it all over again the next day. That has been the history of mankind from, from the very beginning. That's how yes we survive. Yes and no, though. Yes and no, though. I mean, if you, you know, look at the basic work schedule of a hunter-gatherer society, it was not what we're doing to ourselves now. That didn't happen until the industrial. No, it was not. Industrial revolution. The industrial revolution is what did that. Yeah, Human true. beings did not do that. We've not been this cultural thing like I think there's been, and I can't exactly quote the exact study, but there's a study referencing like how long a study, a, a worker gather society worked to gather food, go hunting and maintain their villages. It was in the range of 12 to 18 hours per individual per week. Cause collectivism yeah, well, was part of it. Right, We're doing we 50 go. to 60 hours per week and we can't even fucking afford a normal life. A lot of people can't. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're lucky that we have established now. We have homes now. We have cars now. But think about trying to move into your same neighborhood now with what you're making now, how much more difficult it would be. I, if I know for fuck sure. I mean, houses in my neighborhood have doubled in price. Yeah. Twice what they were two and a half years ago. That's ridiculous. But that's my what's happening everywhere. Imagine trying to afford what you have now. Now. You no, can't. You can't do it. No, I can't. I mean, I can. I'm well, yeah, because you're rich. But like, <laughs> you're, you're a whore. Fuck you're yeah, a rich dude. whore. But I'm kidding. But, I'm kidding. I'm, but I'm you know what I'm man. saying? You can't do that. So I feel no, for you're this anti-work bullshit. He's, he's, you man. are a working man. But you're you also are a working man. Baller. You're just a rich working and you, man. No, but he fucking, he earned it. He I'm did. He did all those push-ups and on, yeah, the, on the street corners. Um, <laughs> hey, trust yeah. me. It, it works. Gets pay, it, it, it that works. gets paid. It gets gets the it gets the the milk on the fridge. But that's right. It's not end, for everybody. Not a lifestyle for everybody. But it I mean, pays the bills. but 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 see, so you look at like you look at what everyone else has to do, and then you look at like you know Dan Crenshaw and. And Pelosi right. and, and Austin and and, uh, and what's his name? The uh, Austin Rich, the number one congressman making money on yeah. stocks. And what do shit. they do? How do they make all that? What money do they then? do? What do they do? You know, they're not worried about anti-work because they're fucking insider trading and making, I don't know, two, three hundred million dollars. And while all yeah. of us over here fucking like, you know, we, we get pretty jacked if we, you know, a lot of people get jacked if they get a three hundred dollar check for for a fucking kid. 
which you had to pay back anyways. Sure. So right. in the fucking oh, yeah, end, right, right. Here we are like, oh, she's getting help. And then you have to pay it back. But you don't see Nancy Pelosi paying back her 200 million or Dan Crenshaw's dumbass paying back after talking all of his shit, getting a smackdown from mm. an 11 year old. I told you, motherfuckers, that dude was rotten. I fucking told you all from the beginning. He's, I fucking hey. called it. Didn't I fucking call it? I he said did. he was he fucking rotten. He's, 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 he's getting exposed. He's getting exposed. Thank you. He's exposed. Put another one on the thing because I'll tell you oh, right now. Who's that keep- weird? I, I don't even need keep score. It's always fucking right because I'll tell you one hmm. motherfucking thing. Tell Mr. I, on February 2nd or whatever the 22nd, whatever that fucking oh, dude right. said about Atlantis. Guess what? That shit ain't showing up. But I'll tell you for fucking sure, we fucking called that. I called what, that fucking prick from the beginning. That's what I told you the whole time. That's what I told you the yeah. whole time. You want anti, real, anti you want some, you want some sexy TikTok bullshit no, with fancy no. music to bird. tell you like the fucking bird people are gonna nope. take over the nope. the lava fucking underground bird people layer. No, Mexican Oster Thomas is telling you exactly Crenshaw and what he's gonna do and what's gonna happen. And guess yeah, what? He's, he's out. Fucking he's gonna explode. But these people basically what's happening is um obviously we talked about this in previous episodes. This is no no secret. Um they, they I think what's so disheartening is the entitlement. So Dan Crenshaw was on this like podcast. Fuck, I forget the guy's name. Uh, oh yeah. Oh boy. Which Yikes. one? Uh no, was it a Republican this guy, guy should, or was this, it this guy should get props? Uh I think he's kind of like oh he's kind of yeah, like yeah, us. Yeah. Um He's like a he's a poly guy. He, not poly. poly. I mean, he might be a non-binary. <laughs> maybe, but um, maybe. Don't he's not binary poly. He's polyamorous. No, but he just came. But out. he's got um, the same mindset of us as us and sort of the movement <laughs> of, you know, the new the new media that tells it how it is and and you know, all right, fuck the news, skip the noise type of mentality. It's the same. It's the part of the same movement where it's like putting the real shit out there with different angles and avoiding the sort of cartoonish. Uh, binary system so but anyway um yeah the guy god damn it i'll put hold on let me look let me look look, let me look hold on yeah look it up while i'm let me yeah you do it you talk a little bit so basically uh he asked dan crenshaw about like hey what do you think about this should um you know should should uh people in congress be banned from making insider trades and he's like well we've got to make he said something to the effect this is all paraphrasing i have no quotes but he said something to the effect of like (laughs) it gave the impression like hey we got to make a living too or we got to in other words like is this entitlement it's like no hold, hold up a second you're a public servant bro that's the job you're doing your job isn't to be a celebrity or these industry people that you associate with that make all these big moves, you're not entitled to live their lifestyle because that's not what they're doing, but that's what the identity of politicians is. Now everybody in, um, you know, in, uh, in DC, all the representatives, all the senators, they, they maintain this lifestyle. Like they're a part of this elite. Not yeah. really. You're a public servant. Right. Like with all these, you're all your fucking Instagram followers and your, your big, uh, cults of personality. Like they're famous, like they're celebrities. That's yeah. I mean, that's up. just, cause that's, that's not what they are. They are man. That's, I mean, <laughs> so, that's, I know, but that's not, that's not what the, the, the yeah, structure is designed to be. And that's I what know. it's become. 
and they we um, just accept it kind of you know we accept it but seeing how the um the country is doing right now and how people are doing people are starting to wake up to this and and it's getting a bad taste right. in their mouth you know mm-hmm. it, it, maybe if they were smart about it and like just pause it for a little bit like hey you don't have to make money this year you've already made a shit ton load of it can you just hold off on it until the economy gets better i mean something yeah. dude just make it look no. make it look presentable <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even saying i'm not even yeah. saying change like, it man just no, hide it. Oh, that's the boy. thing. They're not even hiding. It. No, that's even so hiding fucked it. up. Oh, John Burke. Not, John Burke's the one. All American oh, Savage. Dope. Thank John. You. Burke. Thank you, sir. All American Savage. Savage. Shout I out. To, I had to. Mexican Nostradamus yeah. in the fucking clutch. Yeah. Always thank you fucking for clutch. I'll thank you for res- I'll, rescuing I'll, I'll, me. I'll take the Savage on though. I'm so subscribe. No, no, no. Subscribe to this motherfucker because that was a real a props for landing that. Um. Although mean, skip the noise did yeah. I forgot which episode, but we did land one John Rosenthal, who was one of the Texas Dems in DC at the time of the, all the gangster. fucking bullshit. Hell yeah. Gangster. Fucking shout out. Go look, just scroll through if you subscribe to us good. and scroll back and yeah, that's a good a episode. Really good interview, man. That was dude. I got out of work early to go to come home because it was like, hey, I can do about two o'clock. Dude, was I was great. at work. I was scheduled, I was scheduled to be there another like six or seven hours. And I, I just fucking kind of need him back on. Like, you need to do need him back on. Fuck yeah, dude. dude! I'll reach out. I'll reach out. Great we'll fucking dude. Great fucking guy. That Anyways. was great interview. Great t- show. Great. great I would just wonder with Dan Crenshaw, like, like I said, he was a douchebag. But but going into further, just this whole concept of just like you have anti-work, you have you have all these inequities, and then you have Congress basically insider trading, and then yeah. beyond that, you have fucking Congress people that are eighty fucking two years old. That are going to continue running for Congress, aka Nancy Pelosi just fucking said she is running for Congress again, ladies and gentlemen. She is eighty-one years old. She's going to be ninety something. Yes, by the time she's done with this term, she's eighty-seven years old. Do you? She can't drive a car, bro. That's the thing, you, right? Like, I mean, every time people she are walks not rep- away, it's a silver alert if they can't find her in the rotunda. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't have any problem with old people, but at there some you. point, you just got to take the keys away. I mean, come on. This is happening to the Democratic Party again. They won't let anyone else come in. Exactly. They just won't. You know, they're talking about, uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi won't leave. No, God, um, she won't. They're not going to let Tulsi in, of course. I don't know why. Fuck well, well, t- Dude, Tulsi's not running like, for anything go- yet. Tulsi, Tulsi no, has a ramp for anything. She should. She should. But she has. both. But you have fucking Nancy Pelosi. So once again, for all the Democrats out there and for anyone out there that's liberal or whatever, this is the poison that's going to prevent your agenda or actually just any liberal or progressive tone be established in this country. You have continued to allow a cronyism that is decaying the very fabric of what it means to be progressive, of what it means to be someone that is liberal and it has rotten to the core we have a completely destroyed dnc 
We have a Democratic yeah. Party that is completely sh- shot to shit. And the main person behind it is running again at 81 years old, 30 plus years in Congress. What has she accomplished? Nothing, because it's a career. It's it shouldn't. It's except for making 200 million plus. That's what I'm saying. That's why they're there. That's the only surprise, because in that position, obviously, you have insider information you're pretty tad <laughs> and you can cash in on it why do you yep. think they want to do this shit till they're 90 because but they can why? become fucking millionaires but know, that's but- not what it's supposed to fucking be it's supposed to be somebody sacrificing it's supposed to be somebody doing this for the common good taking a shit salary who's already made his money as a fucking attorney or whatever that's who's supposed to be running and holding these positions oh yeah it's yeah, not yeah. supposed to be, hey, I'm going to graduate college with a politician degree and get, jump into Washington and, and no, and ride that out for 60 fucking years. Major in extortion. That's, yeah, major I mean, in extortion. You're right. You're, right. you're supposed Ma- to be major in to, insider trading. That's what uh, a lot of the early uh, representatives were. They were business owners. They were landowners and they would have made their money and then they go to Congress and serve their term and walk out, you know? Yeah. Or they could have been, you know, like hotel moguls uh, running for higher office, you know, I mean, <laughs> and then moguls. they don't, they don't take a salary for four okay. years, oh, but I'm just saying, here I, it comes, no, no, right, no, but they, no, but they give all their kids salaries yeah. on the federal <laughs> bill, right, but they don't take a salary, but they pay oh. all their kids a million and a half a year, but no, we won't no, talk no. about they, that. They just put them on boards of uh, okay. uh, foreign uh, petroleum companies. <laughs> well, hey, dude, I feel you. They're fucking hey, dude. You we're know. all being fucked from every side. So ain't nobody's got clean hands in this one. Mm. But but well, here we go. Nobody. Right. What but, do y'all think? What, what do you think of this? Like honestly, eighty three with two hundred million dollars, dude. You can't take that to your to the grave with you. Are you going to donate it to a children's hospital? At that's least? that level of entitlement, though. That's, that's the entitlement. Level of that's what it entitlement. Is. She's just like, oh, I think that that's what it rule is. forever. I'm going to tell people to wear masks, and I'm not going to wear them. I'm going to do whatever the fuck yep. I want because I'm Nancy Pelosi, Nancy. and I'll do whatever I want. And guess what? Fuck off. Because oh, I am all power. The DNC loves me because I raised so much money from California backers. Yep. And in the end, I don't give a shit about anything I'm doing for anyone Mm-mm. because it, I don't care. I don't care. Look at her district. It's full of oh, homeless yeah. people. <laughs> I wouldn't say Except it's good row, but it's probably fucking close. So, so guess, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, not only is she doing that, but then of course the state that she's in is talking about doubling taxes, right? Rick, oh, you brought yeah, this yeah. one up to us. Beautiful. What is happening with California's fucking double tax? So California recently proposed uh, this, the California Senate, I guess they proposed a, a plan to give single payer uh, health insurance to everyone in the state, everybody in the state. So no, well, hold on now. Do largest- me a favor. Before you expose on that, explain to us what you mean by single payer. Yeah, I was about to. Okay, okay, sorry. So sorry, sorry. the state of California. <laughs> yeah, yeah make sure. Just fuck sure. up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so my fucking fuck bad. <laughs> shut up. Fuck up. The brown python's about to pull it out. Oh, he is. <laughs> He's a lay it on the table. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 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 Uh, so is. California As is going to be the largest insurer of uh, the largest health insurance carrier uh, in the nation for the people of California. What that means is uh, single payer. What that means is 
just like the way you pay your insurance company premiums, okay, to provide you with health insurance. You mean we pay our well, company's insurance to pay the insurance company? Yeah, well, the companies share the premium with, with their employer, right? So it's, it goes both ways. But now uh, they're going to add on oh, an extra tax poly buy. to the um, to the people of California to pay for California insurance. So you can get private insurance if you want, but the idea is you don't have to because now you have California directly um, footing the bill for your health insurance. Okay. okay. The problem with this is that one, there's a lot of people leaving California for other states. They just tax uh, those motherfuckers. They're trying to. No, tax them. No, tax them for interstate tax because they're driving up all the prices. So if you move from California to, let's say, Texas, you are charged a 40 or 50% tax. I have a whole plan for that, by the way. It's sweet, um, right? We, 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 we've, we've been in discussions about this. I think we're going to yeah, introduce I mean, it to the Texas State Congress. Get these I'm, cocksuckers from driving up our fucking house prices. Fuck y'all. I'm thinking about you fucking like move here, motherfucker. You're going to get charged like a 70% tax on everything. No, Maybe that we could, should put these California actually, people in like camps, you know, like like uh, concentrate <laughs> this population of people oh in into camps. Wait, wait, you just said camps and then concentration shortly after. No. I don't think this is going to be the best. Yeah. Effort Nobody that said you concentration camps, man. I'm just saying. Uh, we, pretty we, close. We pretty concentrate close. on these people. You said and camps. These camps. And then <laughs> three letters, you, three you, words you, later, hey. you said concentration. Bro, yeah, you, you floated oh, them in the same cloud. Lord. I don't think this is how that works, bro. I don't think this is how it works, dude. It was all on the same sure? cloud of smoke. I'm telling you. That you are you sure that's not how Rick is still our, our Hitler in our school. He's just waiting. He's just all Rick's just <laughs> one bad review. It's all jokes. All take jokes. it over, bro. <laughs> one bad review. Concentration counts. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but they're going to add on uh, an extra tax to these people in California. The ones who stay are going right. to have an extra tax, and they're it's going to double, essentially. Cool. So I think cool. the tax rate is going to go to like that will, like a that state make tax. Up- that won't make people want to fucking move more. No, of course not. Is um, this a state tax or is it like I do or is it like a like a sales state tax? Or you know what I'm saying? Like no, do, no, no. Do it's we know how tax. it's been? The state income tax. Yeah, okay, so the state income tax. Check it on to that. Yeah. So it's kind of like um, I don't know if it'll work on the state level because right. the people who are going to run this program have no incentive to make it efficient because they're not a business. You know, they have unlimited tax tax revenue coming in and even if they don't they can just get into debt you know nobody cares sure um so this oh, program true. i think is gonna fail <laughs> you know if you're a private insurance Back. like blue cross blue shield or Aetna, yeah you don't give a shit about people but you want to you have a bottom line <laughs> you know this is true this is also true <laughs> you have Facts. a bottom line <laughs> and you're trying to make money so you hire the bright the best and brightest to run so hold on a second here i don't know which is better or worse you got you got Dude. the dickheads who are just gonna fucking text the shit out of you but don't care if they go broke or you got the other assholes who are trying to cut a profit that are gonna kill you so they don't go broke but at either least fucking way this is starting broke. to look real shitty man this isn't you know, good at all you share the premiums with your employer to pay it in our blue card <laughs> versus... we don't share shit because they don't care they want to make money and they're going to fucking murk us if we don't take the generic if the generic doesn't save your life you're <sighs> fucked that's what that is oh bro. dude don't get me started on that one but anyway <laughs> we will that's the next topic actually yeah, that is the next topic <laughs> but <laughs> Okay, so so they're talking yeah. about double they're troubling state taxes. So yeah, I, I think at some point California needs to just we need to charge Californians <laughs> and, and no hate. 
I love you, Californians. You guys are cool. But <laughs> if you, if you fucking broken. move from your state, you need to be charged double taxes when you get here. Yeah. Because guess what? You fuckers are coming and driving house prices out the ass. You're doing all this shit. So I think there needs to be an interstate tax, right? If you're that's moving not from, crazy. No, that's let's not say crazy, you're moving dude. from a state with 2022, like, like a crazy. wild ass cost of living. And yeah. you're moving to a state that does not have said cost of living. Nope. You have to pay a percentage more tax. So like our, our state income tax in Texas is 8.25%, right? So but if you move from California for the first two years you're here, you have to pay 32% sales tax. Why? Well, because you're going to fucking drive up shit. So at least we can get some type of revenue to help the, the Texas residents that are natives here. Now, Sounds crazy, right? But in the end, we have to do something, right? Because you got these yeah. fucking D-bags coming up here with bags of cash from selling mm-hmm. their overinflated homes and driving up prices here. Right. You know, so it, it, there's it, another tax that needs to be considered. That's fucking one of them. I mean, yeah, not only that, getting nuts, man. It's the same rules like that apply earlier that we were talking about in the conversation. It's like uh, supply and demand. The, the demand is to live in a state where that's cheaper, it's freer, cheaper, freer economically, freer fucking pay for in, it. in a lot Dude, of ways. I don't know how they can do this. Uh, <laughs> there's I know there's a fee this. to that. Okay, let's they, with this plan. Let's yeah. Hear. So this plan, aside from my my camp plan, <laughs> oh um, boy, you can charge. <laughs> oh boy, Texas can add an extra tax to U-Haul trucks or moving tr- moving companies. Mm, I love that, it. No, that's uh, a fucking amazing. But bro, what happens if they pack their own shit? Um, hmm. then they're smart, they won't because they're fucking rich. Oh boy, <laughs> there you go. No, so, for sure. Anyway, no, who's gonna yeah, keep dude, going? Oh, keep going. You're no, gonna keep move going. from California to Texas by yourself. Come on, dude, just dude. to save a few bucks. Okay, okay, no. I'm here. Okay, you I'm going to keep going, keep going to the go, moving go, companies go, that are go. moving from California to Texas. You make some revenue, maybe not everything, but you make some of it, you know. Or you're from California, you want to buy land in Texas, you know, they take a look at where you're coming from. Okay, yeah, add extra tax on that to do to that as well. So anyway, that should be how it works. Well, yeah, something. I'm, I'm, yeah, something. Just just get the money somehow. I want, I want you know exactly, and, and, and then, and then keep put them it... in those residences. We'll, we'll we'll call them camps. We'll call them residences. Or we concentrate. Oh, boy. oh concentrate residences. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all righty. There, there just seems to be this this kind of slightly <laughs> slightly scary ring to the concentration <laughs> residences but 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 in the end yeah i think something needs to be done to kind of equal like like in order to move to the state of texas from california you just have to pay a hundred thousand dollars cash yeah, yeah. or something it. yeah like something. a cash <laughs> upfront fee upfront you're moving here where's your hundred thousand dollars i don't have it well too bad like, no that's hey, what you're going to pay it all comes back to the scarcity right People, nah. motherfucker, they're, they're def- we're defending those borders a little tighter now, aren't we? Yeah, that's not yeah. crazy. No, that's not far. That's not that hey, far down bro. the road hey. where we're like, hey, we do have shit. Where Texas realizes, hey, wait a minute, this other, this America shit, that's some different shit. <laughs> we 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 kind of have some shit here, and people want it. Let's see what we can get away with. Hey. Why not charge them a hundred k? To I'll fucking cross the border. You know, if you want to build a wall, build it on hey, the man, other side. Hey, man, 20... J- hey, take inventory, 2026. We'll see where we're at. See if I'm wrong on that fucking that. idea. That's where yeah. we're going to be. So, 
Um, if you want anyway. free healthcare, just go to California. Eric, <laughs> dude, said that. we need free healthcare. California, anyway, bro, California is broken. <laughs> Right, it like broke, it's, man. it's it can't broke. fix our problems. You, you know what? It's, it, it's, I don't get it. I'm declaring on the Skip the Noise podcast episode 85. California is declared. Do do hit the gavel a couple of times. Broken. <laughs> I love this shit. I fucking oh. love it. I fucking love it. But you know what else is uh, is pretty broken here is individuals that fucking bum rush <laughs> like smoothie places. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. I mean, I, yeah, we're, we're just gonna Lynch. touch on this, but dude, we have so many fucking topics, guys. I'm just trying to keep us yeah. fucking. No, we're coming. We'll we'll come but the, there's this D bag who was a um, I think when he was like a partner. What was his position? Merrill. He's a partner. Mer- yeah, Merrill, he's Lynch. A Merrill Lynch. Merrill Lynch partner. Uh, I don't have his name, and I don't really need to explain it. If you if you've been looking at no, don't even, on the internet. Then. Yeah. yeah, just search, just Google search douchebag smoothie yes. fucking racist piece of fuck. Yeah, this motherfucker goes off on a young on a on two young girls, like literally belligerently, because a, a, supposedly his son had an allergic reaction to a drink that they made. Right, peanut. The, it the, was a peanut allergy yeah. or something. Suppo- but, right? but that was the point of contention. A lot Allegedly. of people say shit. People say shit right. one right, way right. or the other. I, I people with people with anger issues like that tend to try to come up, you know, you know, the, 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 the people come up with some shit. Anyways, guy mm-hmm. becomes extremely belligerent, starts attacking these girls verbally and not oh. only doing that, but attacking them racially and everything else. And it was a pretty disgusting aftermath of individuals. And just <laughs> once again, entitlement to just act like a fucking moron. Right. I mean, to really just, do have a horrible sense of behavior. I mean, he's so a smoothie I, at the girl, man. And be a right. human. He, he threw it. it at her. Yeah, he threw it at her. He dodged he it, it and it hit her shoulder, but it would have been a direct hit. Oh, it doesn't matter if well, he, still he threw it. It's still he, fucking yeah. assault. Yeah, he threw it with the intention of hitting her right between the yeah. fucking eyes. Yeah, yeah. Don't make yeah. any mistake yeah. about that. What a piece of shit. Like, I see, like, trust me, I work in a, in a job where I see some bad people who are just broken individuals who just come and you know um but watching this video man there's a lot of things going on one if you don't think that and this guy was a very successful uh yeah merrill lynch partner i mean this motherfucker yeah really big this is a big this guy makes decisions that affect a lot of people's lives okay and he's sitting there and the one thing he said that was like the the record scratch he was like, yeah, you fucking immigrant piece of shit or something like that. It was, I'm paraphrasing, right? but it was like, yo, up. hey, hold on, dude. What? Like, wait, you can't put that back in the fucking, like the dink, 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 dink. like bah, it already popped the out. The jack of the box, <laughs> right? Ultimate yeah. cheeseburger. Big up. Um, nice. Those are fucking dope. Season oh, curls. I love those fucking things. <laughs> fucking season ultimate cheeseburger. Ultimate you cheeseburger. Lose, you lose I don't two even, weeks of your life, bro, but it's fucking good. I don't. I don't even eat shit like that. I do. I'm a. I'm a boring ass. I'm a health fucking nut. I fucking. I eat barely that even shit. eat. But I can mad respect to shit like that. Like I get it. Dude. Dude, bacon avocado burger at Whataburger yeah, on the fucking toast, the Texas toast. Get the fuck Game out of here. Over. I don't Game eat. Over. I don't even eat shit like that. I just respect it. I eat that shit. 
Fuck y'all. I'm fucking going for it. I used to eat that shit. Anyway, I still eat that. That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother podcast. But what I'm saying is, dude, this guy. I lick at that shit. It it angers me so much that there's a fucking asshole that has succeeded this at a high level, that has these thoughts in his fucking head to unleash on a group of fucking kids, kids basically, young adults. Who the fuck do you think you are, man? God, there's so many. I man, I, well, I know what he is now. It. He's unemployed. Uh, yeah, so fuck him. for those Good. who don't know, fuck his, him. And he should. He be has unemployed. been. He has been removed and uh, fired by his uh, employer. I believe it was Bank of America Mer- Merrill Lynch. I think, Mer- I think Bank of America Lynch. made it. He's also some court. Yeah, and he is yeah. actually being charged with assault and for. Uh, I yeah, think good. it's a hate crime. I Good. believe they it are trying to get it into be racial abuse and a hate crime. Be, so whatever the fuck they can maximize, fuck he, this guy. He's gonna fuck get him, he's gonna get dude. plenty of time in the federal pound in the ass facility that he will be part of. And the crazy part was his uh his mugshot, right? His mugshot was fucking fantastic. Teary eyes. Oh, good. There you go. Teary eyed. You should yep. be. You should feel like uh, shit. No, you should. Like you should little, be part. Yeah. yeah. Crying, bro. You should, crying. You should feel all this because hopefully you'll come out as a better person and understand and be humble. <laughs> Dude, that he's going to get fucked. Fucking shit. He's going to get fucked in jail and good. he's going to jail for a, for a, he's going to jail as a racist. Hopefully for a, hopefully for a year, man. At least a year. Uh, uh yeah, well, yeah. I think if it's a, if it's, to, okay. So, so if he assaulted her with racial did, undertones, I don't think it's just a year. I think it's five to ten federal. This is a federal, federal crime now. Yeah, no, no, dude. remember, yeah. this is now it's a hate fuck crime. Up. It's fucking federal. <laughs> he's gonna get like uh, 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 like out. he's gonna get real cleaned out, bro. Over a oh, smoothie. Over that's a what smoothie. pisses that that's why I don't give a fuck what happens to this guy. Nope. You're acting like this over, over a, a fucking smoothie. A smoothie yeah. is a luxury item, bro. They didn't take, they didn't come. These three teenage girls didn't come to your house like and fucking juice, right? Or unfucking, dude, yeah, bro. They didn't fucking, they didn't shut the fucking gas valve off. <laughs> so you couldn't get fucking right? heat. Right. And fucking. Oh, oh my God. You know what I mean? What it's a, a fucking D bag. Yeah, dude, he's fucked. He's fucked. So. Oh, uh, with that, I think well, what I think we may have to actually yeah, touch on some break. things that we're going to take a little breaky poo. Um, I think I think we have to touch on a couple little things in the uh, in the party in the back. So we may have a little bit of business still to complete, but we're going to take a little breaky poo, That's ladies right. and gentlemen. We're going to we'll go through stretch our yeah. legs. We're going to purr a little bit. You know, mm. we're just going to relax, purr. relax like and that. get ready. I like so that. I don't know whose groovacious, vivacious tunes will oh, be jamming out. It'll be a little Mike Tackle Box. Um, I recently just behind the curtains conversation here. <laughs> Mike Tackle Box. Mike Tackle Box. Uh, Why that sounds so like, into window? It has something nasty to it. Behind the curtains. Always, everything I say is innuendo. Nice. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? How many nice. episodes? Mike Tackle Box. Sorry. Mike, Mike Tackle Box. So what Mike Tackle Box did? He sent me long, long ago. He sent me a huge file with all these like audio recordings and all this stuff like. Dude's down. Dude's part of the SCN family. For life. Yeah, for life. life. Like Jeremy. Yep. And uh, he, so he sent, (laughs) he sent this file. Well, for some reason it got like hidden on my computer. So for like a shit ton of episodes, I was kind of regurgitating. There there was like kind of a handful of tunes that I kept playing and playing and playing. All of a sudden, like 
I uncovered it again and I was like, fuck, that's where that motherfucker was. So I've got all this shit that he sent me that I never oh, nice. used. So I'm trying to like, I'm trying to spread the wealth a little bit and kind of slowly release it. Um, hey, does, my, does, does Mikey yeah, have okay. a uh, Instagram? Anything anybody can hit him no, up on or nothing. follow? You know what? Let me get, let me text him this week and see what he's yeah. got going because on. Because right you know what? You, got, you guys got to give him some props. He is Bro. actually very, very talented musician. Uh, so yeah, if you guys, if you got, you guys should definitely give this guy some just, props and just give bro, him a follow fuck. just to see what the fuck he's got going. All he's, around, always, he's always all, in the lab. Big shout out. And we'll probably get him on the show here in the next few weeks. I think oh, I'm going to go for that. Fine. So if you're listening, Mike, yeah. just get ready, but yeah, also to, yeah, t- just a fucking artist of a human. Yes. Like everything he does, dude, dude is fucking solid writer, fucking dude. paintings, solid drawing, fucking dude. drawings, music, fucking rocks the I, mic sings you know, drums plays every instrument fucking he really does amazing fucking amazing does. no for real like i'm he really does. like he really does. it's all but go ahead rick i'm sorry i was gonna say with his vivacious tunes i wonder how many babies have been born because of this music oh you know? dude Tons. there have been some chicks Counts. knocked up oh. especially Counts. during the breaks you know people are just like dude yeah. i gotta get this nut off before before partying <laughs> yeah, the back and next right. thing you know nine oh. months later we we I'm got sorry. stm oh, babies wow. flowing we got out STM babies i gotta hit that backwoods that swish <laughs> sweet something like that and yeah. uh and groove yeah. out to these mike tackle box tunes that you're <laughs> blow that load with. hey if blow you gotta knock load. up a juice during the break go for it go for it and mark them as stm babies tell me what episode you conceived them at that would be oh, entertaining as fuck <laughs> we'll start a little list we'll start a poster board a media <laughs> Uh, like an Oscar hallway of fame. <laughs> My child was conceived. <laughs> Episode 36. Noise, 36. <laughs> I was tapping break. that ass. Well, well, hey, yo, if you send me that email, <laughs> well, we we're going off on a nurse rant. Skip the noise podcast at gmail.com. If that's a reality and you send me that, you will forever be Dude. skip the noise royalty. Top five. Top you can see the baby and you can tell me what episode. Yeah. Uh, because all you have to do, dude, you get your girl in the mood, you get her upstairs. Well, you have to record it and send it to us too. uh, Ah, I'm pretty sure we have to have proof. Then you get a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah, then right. Then you get a t-shirt. But if you do, you get her in the mood, you say the right things, you create that atmosphere, uh, you make the magic happen. You make that magic happen, but right before you do, you say, Alexa, Alexa, or okay, Google. Play skip the noise podcast and then it plays like whatever the latest episode is dope dude are you kidding me well you know rick's voice by itself <laughs> is no, did you hear that no did you hear that yeah. in the background yeah i heard that i just Alexa's said that talking. and my my go- yeah she said skip the noise it's not a because pro- the 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 device that it's on yeah it has kid settings <laughs> and it was like nah skip the noise i ain't playing that shit this is a kid <laughs> this is a family but you do it's realize Rick's like voice, though, is is an aphrodisiac. Yeah, I mean, the brown python just lays pipe everywhere. The legend. So the legend he will is help an aphrodisiac. You. He is a legend. He's the man, the myth, the legend. Filling up jeans, knocking down pipes. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to take a fucking break. So we'll catch yeah, you on the flip. Baby. If you impregnate your chick, say what's up. Yeah, at least tell us what's episode. All right, we'll see you on the other side.
And we're back. Party in the back. And I just wanted to say uh, shout out to everybody. Shout out to the Skip the Noise listeners. And if you're a Skip the Noise, like, listener, listener, and you know who I'm talking to right now, realize what you just listened to in that first half, the business portion. You do realize that that was something special for this year, 85. So this is the one. And I know you know. You know who's listening. You know who I'm talking to. This Pump this one. In other words, like this is feel a sense of urgency to pump this one up. But anyway, we've got a little bit of business to cover before we really hit the party side. So Ben, do you want to kick us off into this? uh, Yes. Wrap up the business in. I'm going to wrap it up a little bit, but yes, a Supreme court justice buyer has announced that he will be leaving and vacating his posts. And, you know, not immediately, but pretty soon throughout this term. So he will listen to a couple of leftover cases and then he will be leaving, which basically leaves Biden the opportunity to at least somewhat prevent the court from becoming any more conservative. It's pretty big day, guys. Um, He I would say Stephen Byer as a overall justice um, was was pretty. uh, Yeah, he stayed to the left. He kind of maintained it. There, there was not a very moderate. He was not a very moderate judge. So it will be interesting to see with Biden having to appoint a new judge who will be bringing in. So this is a pretty big deal. I mean, Supreme Court nominees, of course, once again, just remind everybody are for life. They are also, um, you know, probably outside of the presidency, some of the most powerful individuals in the in in our in our in our system. So. It'd be interesting to see who they're going to pick. But once again, uh, they have to be approved by the Senate. And, you know, you have Joe Manchin and Sestema, whatever her name is. They will be in the Senate. Cinema. And we, the cinema. And so we could have some serious complications that could prevent that. Um, yeah. Yeah. This could be a big clusterfuck pretty soon. So we'll see. We'll see. Also, with the midterms, this could be pretty bad for the Democrats. I, I don't think they're going to put up that much of a resistance. Uh, oh, two. they will. How much you want to bet? How much you want to bet they, they try to stall this out for maybe two or three years? Will. No, no, I'm not. No, not them. The Republicans. Because I, oh, I yeah. mean, hey, newsflash for everyone out there that doesn't okay. have ears or eyes. In 22, yeah. the Republicans are going to fucking sweep the House, and they're going to take the fucking Senate by slim majority. Just get ready for that. Because that is reality. Biden You're has fucked up a... so badly. Yeah. It, there's just no coming back. But nonetheless, he's gonna he he needs to go ahead and get this nomination moving soon if he's gonna try to maintain a liberal on the court. So um the big controversial subject, I guess, has been that he will be nominating specifically a black female. He's already said this. He says that he believes that the the nominee should be black and a female. What do y'all guys think of this? What do you think the way he's calling that out? So which that's fine. In other words, in, in a, in a world, like in, in the big scheme of things, I do want to see a black female. Oh, of course. Of course. You know what I mean? Like I, my only contention, and this is what I was, kind of alluding to in the text thread where I, I told you guys, like, I've got a little bit of opinion on this. So let's ignore the fact, all the systemic things that prevent. Oh, let, oh, let me start over. 
I like uh, there's no problem. Don't get me wrong. There's no problem whatsoever. Whoa. And I, I think that it would be good <laughs> to have a ble- black female. <laughs> However, I find a weird sort of irony with when, when the like the, the goal or the like, oh, this is what we're in other words, this identity relation being weighted heavily or uh, over just pure opinion. Like it's conceivable that somebody like Kamala Harris would be more of a detriment than let's say some person, some counterpart that might, might just be middle-class white, blah, 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 whatever. It's not inconceivable to think that that whatever fictional individual could be better off for the air quotes black community okay so what i'm trying to say is this sort of like push to insert people Check the boxes. based on that but yeah ba- based on identity is done not out of like a real sense of wanting to do that it's a posturing that's what kind of makes my stomach turn about it it's a posturing done when the real issues are ignored, like <laughs> there's so many fucking social issues. There's so many things that are controllable or fixable that drag the, the black community down, right? Economically, just whatever. Those aren't being addressed, but from the top, let's, let's be proactive by inserting somebody to represent them. Does that make sense? Like, in other words, you're getting the credit for doing these things, but you're not actually doing the real work to bring this community up and, and to make it thrive when there are these glaring issues that are no secret to anybody that are ignored across the board. But like the focus is right. Like it, it absolves you of not doing shit for certain populations. Yes, because you're just you're kind of you're easily handpicking somebody and saying insert black female here. Here we go. Boom. Perfect. Now I've checked that box. Now I don't have to deal with actually helping the black community because I did this little easy fix. But I don't think that's helping the problem at all is my point. For example. Kamala Harris being the vice president. Does that help the black community? It sounds good on paper, right? It checked a box. It did this. Is that actually helping the advancement of, of the black community in the United States? I don't think it does. And that's my whole point for bringing that up. And I know that would be, that's something that you, you may take one way or the other, but that's why I have a problem. It's not because I have a problem with certain people <laughs> taking certain positions. Been hanging out with Rick too long. It's because, no, but not really. Like, that's if you show. really listen I'm to what I'm saying. Things. No, I know. I know. I know. It's for the sake of the show. But, but if you really listen to what I'm saying, I think that's, it, it's like a Band-Aid when you need fucking surgery. You know? Right. And I, I get you. I get you. In the grand scheme, of everybody things. can see the band aid. Yeah. You did something. You put it over there. This is a public but move, you, right? This right. is a public move. He's just trying to get some type of like uh, brownie points or some type of, you know, some type of kudos with yeah. um, the African American community, et cetera. Make, and then also, no with, 
yeah that 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 but but at the same time though i do see the importance of having a, a right. black or black female or something because they you know people do have need to have idols people do have need things to look up to and sometimes seeing someone that's similar to you in a position I, of power does help along but i don't, agree, I, agree. I don't i don't get that like, well please, no but he's not a female him? is he he's still alive fe- he's not a female though he's he's a black male but so i i think there is something to be said about that but let's not take this for what it is let's not act like this is some altruistic movement by biden or by the democrats because they don't care this is just a publicity stunt just like wearing two masks just like you know just 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 like saying oh we need to all be careful in covid and they all end up going out eating having nice dinners and not even wearing masks this is this is just a public Mm -hmm. effacement to make themselves look better. But that's that's, it, that's sad though that the nominations to a Supreme Court justice falls back on publicity stunts. Well, of course, of right? Who's most that's, qualified. Well, of course. Well, I mean, look Smile at Cohen point. Barrett though. Look at Amy Cohen Barrett. I mean, she's part of a fucking cult, but she that was is, as hardcore conservative. She was not in any way ever really a Supreme Court. She wasn't even a constitutional scholar. But she got it because of her views on abortion and her conservative nature. So, yes, Supreme Court justices and, and, and a lot of things done. Cabinet are, spaces. Yeah, they're made for publicity stunts and for basically but, statements of um, policy. And you know yeah, what but, else, though? Well, oh, let me, real quick. Go ahead. My, so, so kind of back to my, my point earlier is like, not sort of watering the lawn, right? To create an environment where more potential candidates would possibly present themselves in the future for this position, rather handpicking one based on identity. And now you're controlling it. Does that make sense? Like, fuck the actual problems that are preventing um black females from being in the position to be a Supreme court justice, right? Like the, all these like errors with our society, fuck investing in that. Just handpick one that fits that category so that, uh, you know what I mean? That's I'll I'll leave it there, but like, it's just, it's food for thought is what I'm saying. So go ahead, Rick. I'm sorry. I was just going to say that, um, yeah, you're right. I mean, it is food for thought, but, you know, we fall into trouble whenever we choose people based on the color of their skin or whatever boxes they check. Because, uh, I mean, look at the supply chain issues we're having and who's in charge of the transportation. Welcome back to the supply chain. You know, we got, we got oh, people to judge who goes. was a mayor of, of, of what big band or something ben, no and something in indianapolis right Somewhere. yeah indiana Indiana. he didn't I don't think you can anything, be mayor he was a mayor indiana. and he ran like like 23 metro buses at a time or something that's pretty difficult but now but now he's the transportation secretary all because he's gay oh boy you know i don't know if say people i have a boy. lot of gay well, friends fuck but it. But I would not want any of them to just be ripping the scab off on that one. <laughs> I wouldn't want any of them to be handling the transportation secretary job because they're not qualified. Oh boy. You know, it, well, uh, so it, yeah, no, I mean, it, here's the point is like, and just, this is my final thought on this, but it's like, <laughs> 
it while it is good, like that's the thing. It's hard to this is a hard topic because you don't want to. It's not that it's a issue. It, they, they, there does need to be more people of color in these positions. As as a thing, there does need to be, but the way to do that to me isn't the quick answer, which is just throw whoever the fuck because they fit that category. The real answer is solving the fucking problems that prevent that population from being in the position to take those positions that gets to be ignored because they can appease with, with a selection or an appointment of, of somebody to a position. So it's a game, man. Think deeper than just what's actually the, the surface level fucking uh, announcement. Anyway, man, I'm no, all good. fucking all kinds of fired up, but like we're all we're a, all twist and turned on this. One. We are, dude. We're all kinds Twisty of twist and, and turned. So should we lighten it up? Like I think maybe we should. Little. I think you should just yeah, just lighten it up, what? bro. Lighten it up. Why are you also fucking so serious all the time, guys? No, why are you so fucking, serious, dude? Just relax. Just cruise just relax. on into should, something else. You know what I'm gonna do? Uh-oh. I'm gonna uh, what are gonna indulge. Do? recently here and you know i don't know the location of this but um with the pandemic going man people are just getting crazy you know uh they're very scared we don't want to i'm trying to find this article i should have saved it are you going to talk about the uh the burrito shit in uh mcdonald's oh can't okay well yeah i mean that's that's crazy okay that's crazy i like it so you know we're talking about inflation and uh, you know, people, people on their wits end, they don't know what to do with themselves in the pandemic. And also a couple episodes ago, I talked about Randonautica and the fact that it's maybe not advisable that I bring my kids on these journeys because they can be sketchy, but I do it anyway, purposely so they can see some of this shit. And maybe they have a, a similar perspective and, and gain a little bit of wisdom in their young years. So um, being that we, we moved out here to the to the burbies when I started having biscuits, I got four of them. Um, I do make a point to forcibly, you know, take them back down to, you know, where I came up and, and just so they can see things and experience, you know, the, the world in general, isn't so cookie cutter. That's just part of their education. And that's part of my job as a parent to, to educate them. So we were recently is a few weeks ago. I forgot which topic I was kind of trying to attach this to, but either way, uh, we were at a McDonald's and I had my four kids sitting in a booth and we just got kind of a basic, I think we were doing something else, dude. We were walking around we're doing all kinds of things. So a couple of kids had to pee and this and that. And I was like, all right, fuck it. We'll just go to McDonald's. I'll get a coffee. And they're like, ah, we're a little bit hungry, dad, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fuck it. This is where we're having lunch. All right. It was all just decided on a whim. So I said, all right, boom, three cheeseburgers. Like we go dollar menu, pass it out. That's kind of how we do lunch when it comes to McDonald's. I don't get shit. I don't eat that bullshit. I make my own shit at home. Y'all know this. Fucking I eat. I tell is vital. I had a cup of coffee, black. The kids eat their bullshit nuggets and burgers or whatever. 
you know, two or three homeless individuals was just no big thing. Just kind of, you know, in the, in the vicinity doing their own thing, not minding any, any bothering anybody else. But then the gentleman walks in very abruptly, African-American gentleman, probably mid sixties, very animated. He walks around, he's carrying, like, he's got like a little lunchbox type of like to go container type of thing. And like a towel and he's got some sort of a drink and he walks through the entire area. Like he paces it, dude. And everybody's kind of like, whoa, because he's got that, you know, he's got kind of a, a aggressive energy. Like he's talking to himself. He's doing the whole shit. He's walking around. He sits down. He's got all kinds of shit. I don't know if it's food or his actual shit was like in his hand. And he drops it on, like he's talking the whole time too, like oh, good, like just saying all kinds of in, inintelligible dialogue or monologue, whatever. He's talking. It's a typical Houston person. That's yeah, it's just kind of yeah, just whatever. Yeah. No sight to see. And it's like once again, that's I like. We weren't in any danger per se, mm, but so I push I push the limits a little bit because I purposely went here, <laughs> and per, you know I'm just being truthful. Like I, I was very aware that something might like this might happen. And sure enough, it sure did. So he walks here and he's like, like he's talking unintelligibly, like not even, it's not English. It's not fucking, it's just babble coming out of his mouth. And he's got this little to go container and he's got what looks to be shit in his hand. (laughs) And he's like dropping it on the floor as he's walking. He like sits down, then he gets back up. And I just kind of look up. <laughs> I look at my kids casually and I go, cool. And like he sits down, he literally sits down in the, the little booth, like right behind us. And I kind of look at my kids real quick and I go, oh, okay, what, y'all all finished? <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think <laughs> seriously, you gotta get out of here. I think, yeah, I think this is, yeah, I think this is where we cut it off. Um, I was like, grab your drinks, guys told my son to go throw the trash away like get up girls i think this is where we leave but anyway it was just a typical day um no big deal just something i've noticed though recently um and i've been posting these stories so the local you know harris county greater houston area and maybe every municipality kind of has the same phenomena in 2022 but you know florida catches a lot of shit for being right that's the air quotes florida man right like there's all these news stories florida man you know wears a samurai fucking war outfit and goes into a taco bell and demands that his tacos be cut in half you know whatever like that's a florida man meth cocaine fucking banana boat story (laughs) (laughs) But I, I find that like the great the great city Houston seems to post its own. There's this like a unique vibe to the news story, <coughs> and I've been I've been, I try to share these with the rest of the the community here on the podcasters of whatever it be Instagram TikTok whatever all of our social media network Twitter. Um. It just has this like there's this just a unique vibe that it's hard to point a finger on. And it's stories like these uh, that just make everything shine, man. There was a guy recently who uh, there was a big uh, like police chase. Right. And just some formal high school track star 
who had a little experience as a security guard, uh, took down this guy. Man, you want it like the guy was trying to get away, ran pretty fast, but this guy had this track background. So if you watch this video, it's like ABC Houston. Man, this guy just strides out and just takes this dude down. It was just such a beautiful athletic performance to watch. He was, you know, like, like it, what is he in doing a real a crucial situation. He'd be like doing, he was shooting college that's, running. No, that's what I'm saying. Get this dude a sponsorship. Get him on the Nike team, man. The Texas Relays. Uh, but I guess he's retired, you know, he's working now, but anyway, he, he got a chance to utilize those skills and to be a, a big hero for the day. But I just noticed that, that the Harris County, greater Houston area produces some just very interesting stories like day to day to day. And, um, anyway, I just wanted to share that with the old skip the noise fam. So yeah, if you ever want to go to Houston from California, that. expect all that, you know, yeah. and pay the tax right. story in McDonald's and, and right. when tax. it, when it gets Right. You get that. You pay the tax. You pay that 150 K upon crossing the border and just expect whenever it rains for six days in a row that you might find uh, alligators in your suburban neighborhood cruising around. That is totally normal. That's yeah, par for the course. I mean, you got to worry about the people more than the alligators, but, you know, that's just my story. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Because every single individual has uh, our arms. Yeah. 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 yeah, That's how it is. Unfortunately, a lot, yeah, a lot of road rage stuff going on. But uh, but anyway, just kind of one of those things to expect if you're a follower of the of the show and of the social media accounts that I'll be continuing to just you know for, for foreclose all these these local news stories that I I just have to say I just happened to notice this week that like everything I was getting on my feed I was like wow this is fucking crazy I mean we always lead the show or cover local stories like the the teacher hiding her COVID positive son, 14 year old son in the trunk of her car. <laughs> it just seems like we, every other, yeah, like literally every day of the news cycle, we produce some pretty interesting stories. So yeah. Hey. On that. Yeah. Well, to that. You know, there was a, a story out there in Pennsylvania about um, possibly the next outbreak of, of a virus. Ooh, I don't yes. know if y'all heard about that. Is- oh yeah. <laughs> so this uh, lady expand. Oh, so there was this truck carrying, carrying uh, I guess, an 18 quarter full of monkeys. Of all the most random shit ever, right. monkeys. Uh, they're on a highway. Fuck. And they crash. <laughs> he rear ends a um, an 18 wheeler. And the monkeys, the cra- it crashes and the, the 18 wheeler tips over and the monkeys escape. Well, this good Samaritan lady gets out of her car and begins to assist, um, you know, trying to pick up these monkeys. So. Can you guys hear me? By the way, I'm having some issues. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Okay, cool. Oh no, yeah. So what I, is I, it I oh, dude. Okay. Good. Good. No, my my headphones just crapped out. Um. So what ends up happening is that uh, she ends up helping these monkeys, and these are lab monkeys of all things. So laboratory monkeys who have a bunch <laughs> of weird they? shit on their uh, on their bloodstreams are just crashing. There's blood everywhere. Oh, and yeah. Dude. Five monkeys. Uh, no. Well, the thing is that this lady. <laughs> This lady decides to go out and help collect these monkeys. And she ends up Lab describing monkeys. herself. She uh. ends up saying, well, you know, uh, I got out of my car. I saw these all this monkeys on the floor with blood and those feces everywhere. And I just oh. happened to have a cut in my body. And I just, I'd ignore it at the time. So now she's in the hospital with like 
Herpes B, whatever that shit is. Yeah, uh, herpes B. <laughs> I mean, COVID twenty. She's got that she herpes got bitch going. She's gonna have COVID one hundred pretty soon. COVID twenty two, oh, bro. COVID one hundred. That's way more than COVID nineteen. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because uh, she was helping simians out in, in, the, in the highway. <laughs> right. She thought there were cats, and so she goes on Facebook. She said, "What a day." I tried to help out an accident and I was told there were cats in the crate. So I went over to pet them only to find out it was monkeys. Rabid oh, monkeys. Fuck, um, Rabid so here's the thing. <laughs> Rabid monkeys at that. Lab monkeys. So who knows what they had in their system? They probably had the next 65 strains of fucking COVID Quite running possibly. through their veins. Dude, Dude. I'm dead serious. I'm dead Dude. serious. These are COVID in all intents and purposes. These are COVID monkeys on an 18 wheeler. And bound for who knows where she has the cuts in her body from whatever you know maybe a cat at home or something and she right. she touches these monkeys and she touches the feces and their blood and yeah she walked through shit dude, she said come and then on, one of them, just, one drive, of them just keep driving just keep, keep driving, driving. Yeah, what were you no here's the thing 18 wheeler crashes like how many monkeys get escaped from this scenario what the fuck are you gonna do yeah what are you gonna do you're yep. gonna chase one of them down bro no, you're not. What the fuck were you going to do? Stay in your car, roll up the windows. <laughs> if you run one over, nobody's really going to care. No matter, wait, whatever monkeys they, whatever, whatever monkeys. I just see someone flying through this group of monkeys and you see them like all just flying off the hood and shit. You're just like, fuck you, monkeys. Not only that, dude, shout out to the monkey community, but like, Stops the monkey. <laughs> Which, dude, yeah, they're the ones they're a they... big demographic for the Skip the Toys podcast. <laughs> mon- big time, big time, dude. But like oh my the ones God. that they I'm captured, sure the... uh, put put us on to uh, have monkeys mate or something. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, once... that's really the question. How many monkey babies were made during the <laughs> Skip the Toys podcast? Probably a lot. Probably a lot. Your, your voice, but like one, Rick. Your voice. One final Rick, thought. Interspecies, bro. One final thought on the monkeys situation. Um, man, like, yeah, once the monkeys get out, I don't, man, I lost, I lost my whole. How do we, shit. How do we, how do we <laughs> see if I can, <laughs> I mean, shoot them. Oh, no, like, once you, no, no, well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, all the monkeys that they eat, that they caught, that got away, they just euthanized. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, 100%. That's what I was gonna say. So, like, <laughs> I mean, I lose lose scenarios for the monkeys. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent they did. Yeah, bro. They quarantine. So they... with that hazmat suit, just with her bare hands and legs, starts picking uh, this shit up, man. And now she's in the hospital. Yeah, fucking, of, you get sneezed on. Yeah. You shouldn't have talked to those. You shouldn't have helped try to help. Now those she has monkeys. monkey AIDS or something. She has something yeah. weird going on. Poor yeah. lady. Poor yeah. lady. And I'm it pretty sure they said it. They said no. They said it hissed. Well, okay. Oh, so yeah. She, she, she has what, the next. She's patient zero for whatever the fuck they're going to try to keep. For hepatitis. No, for herpes B, whatever that shit is. Right. Yeah. But yeah, apparently there's no there's no cure for this. There's no antibiotics that she can take. There's no antivirals that she can take. Nothing yeah, has been fun. developed for this lady's condition of having herpes B in her eye. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That, that 18 wheeler was not supposed to crash, you know? Yeah. And what is she going to do? What is she going to do? So stay in your car, you know, put up your phone, put that shit on World Star Hip Hop, and then and that's it. Walk away, you know? 
Right. Were you going to cap? <laughs> Were you going to chase one down and bring it back to safety? Oh boy. <laughs> they were just going to shoot it and run we, it back. Is, dude, is that what your plan was? To, I'm surprised they didn't like exploded collars on them or something. Like, you know, it, fuck, just, bro, you know how fast, <laughs> you know how fast they are. Like, Especially what is activity? <laughs> oh, dude. Dude, that lady wasn't gonna do shit. <laughs> and she well, just... not only that, but suppose it didn't run away. She caught one, and they were super aggressive, and they ripped off her face. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you see, she gets her fucking face ripped off trying to save a monkey. Oh shit! Yeah, man, people are stupid, and, man. And with that wonderful visual, I think we're gonna start. Uh, we're gonna start letting the, the the the. It's time for the sunset. It's time to let the. Yeah pull the sails down and uh, start cruising this one on home. Yeah. The, the tide has, is receding yeah. back into the, uh, into the void. Riders the on the storm. Huh? Oh, it's too much. It's too much. One week between the last show and this show. Just yeah, we have dude, so much no. stuff to talk about. Imagine what's oh, going to happen next week. Oh, it's going to be fucking, you know what? Fucking We're probably going to have to catch up. We're going to have to fucking Atlantis catch up. This is going to be discovered. I mean, who knows? It's not being right. Watch it. I'm like, okay, I was fucking wrong. Atlantis was discovered. (laughs) Shit. Well, that (laughs) was the date. Yeah, there were human fish. I don't know. I think February something. February was the second. Yeah. 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 I think so. Let's see. I think it's February 2nd. So we're coming up on that. So we'll see. If we discover Atlantis, yeah, I'm going to be like, shit. Well, fuck. Maybe here's the thing, dude. If, if, if that's bullshit, if it's February 3rd and we we don't hear nothing about no fucking Atlantis. Everybody who's listening to this right now, to this episode, if you stuck with us this long, just pepper that TikTok account yeah. with like, no bullshit, fucking yeah. this asshole's an idiot. Come Listen on, like a chance. Listen to Mexicanos and Adamas, predict the future. Exactly. And then you will understand the truth. That's true. Because we are the street prophets. So <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, uh, where can they find us? Be they can find us on Instagram at uh, at skip underscore the underscore noise underscore podcast. They can also email us if they would like to, uh, in a long form paragraph. If you'd like to communicate something long lengthy, <laughs> at skip the noise podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok, uh, fucking Facebook. You can find us on goddamn anywhere you can download podcasts. You can also find us on what's the other shit twitter uh nice. skip the noise at, at skip the noise po1 is the uh the handle there also mexican nostradamus and brown python have their own individual accounts yep. that they run and put out some wisdom every now and again but in, but other than that just uh spread the news we got some pretty uh hellacious flyers done by my boy josh uh shout out to him I just simply texted. Uh, I actually it was a conversation with Jeremy. Like, you know what, dude? I'm just gonna go old school. Fuck this fo- social media bullshit. Back when we we're in the local Houston music scene, man, we used to have to go out there and beat the streets and pass out flyers and talk to business owners and say, "Hey, can we put these here?" Or just c- strike up conversations uh, individually. So I got the idea. I was like, you know what? Maybe that's the way to skip the noise, as it were. Because so many, all it's just like the, the social media is just like too bombarded. There's too much yep. information. You, you're not committed to it. But if Benji, aka Blueberry Sugar, walks up to you in a social scenario and I start telling you about the show and I've got a little piece of paper in my hand, maybe he'll take a note. Maybe he'll scan that QR code and maybe he'll share that with a friend. Maybe it's not your thing. 
but maybe you have a friend who it is their thing. So share it with them, share it with whoever. That's the whole point. Uh, like I said, in earlier in the first half, we're part of this movement that's trying to uh, break through this bullshit uh, social construct created by basically theater and propaganda to make you stupid so they can control you. So we're, we're against that. We're trying to fight against that. So spread it. It'll help everybody. Spread Until it. Until then, we, we will see you next week. <laughs> spread it like avocado toast or avocado yeah. on some nice toast. In your toaster oven but until then enjoy this uh groovacious tune by young handsome artistic vibrant brilliant genius Viral. mike tackle box Viral. Yeah, <laughs> very virile <laughs> very virile <laughs> as all as is the triumvirate of skip the noise uh we'll see y'all next week have a good one take care bye <laughs>